The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. We are giving you our week three NFL picks, talking Major League Baseball playoffs and college football weekend as well. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast, presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. Get your Righteous Felon Jerky at RighteousFelon.com and use the code BELLYUP. You're going to get 15% off your purchase. What a deal! You can get it at RighteousFelon.com. Welcome into the program. I'm your host, Vince Stover. I'm joined by my dad, Dale Stover. Hey, Dad, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. We've got a uh, busy sports weekend ahead. Uh, I'll be at the EKU game Saturday uh, as they host SEMO, uh, uh, playing SEMO this week. So uh, it'll be a fun game, exciting game there. And then, of course, uh, I think the college football slate looks a little better than last week. We'll talk about that later in the program. We're also going to get into Major League Baseball. There's all kinds of stuff happening with the playoff races. But we're going to start with the NFL. And let's start with last week, Dad, and just run through a couple of these um, couple of these things going on. First of all, uh, a trade happened uh, today, this afternoon, tonight. Uh, the Vikings acquiring Cam Akers, running back of the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, Rams, excuse me, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so that's interesting. I saw that that Akers was going to get traded. Um, that hurts uh, Madison for sure. I'm not sure how much it helps Akers, but he's there. Um, uh, 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 Lamar Hunt. <laughs> Kareem Hunt re-signs with the Browns. He'd been a free agent since the end of last season. Uh, so he's with the Browns and back. The Bears defensive coordinator resigned, focusing on his health, supposedly. Um, and hopefully he's fine, but uh, that's convenient. Uh, so Chandler Jones goes on non-football illness, too. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff happening right now in the NFL. So let's start with the uh, instant reaction to Cam Akers from the Rams to the Vikings. Uh, thoughts on that fit for uh, Cam Akers? Well, like I said, that's um, kind of an interesting move. I don't know if it's really going to help the Vikings that much, like you said, or help Cam Akers. Just to be right honest, he has been a, you know, he has been a starting running back, um, you know, in the NFL. I don't think that he's at the peak of his career uh, right now, and the Vikings definitely are, they're they're in a tough spot right now, and I don't know if Cam Akers will help that a lot, but um, we'll see. Um, Hunt to the Browns. Of course, we haven't seen him at all this year. He's been a free agent. Nick Chubb with the horrible injury, uh, done for the year for sure. Um, but the Browns seem to look look fine running the football even without uh without Nick Chubb. So, do you think that Hunt comes in and takes the job, or do you think they move forward with Ford? I think they'll move forward with Ford, but you know, Hunt 
Hunt played, of course, you know, even with Chubb, and they've used two backs. So I think he'll get his chance to play. I think Guinea's familiar with the system. Uh, I think it made a lot of sense. Talked to one of my friends today who um, is a big Browns fan. He was excited about that. But um, yeah, it looks like Ford's going to be a is going to do is going to do well. I mean, neither one of them were Nick Chubb, but I think the Browns um, hopefully can regroup quickly, and and we'll see how that goes. Uh, who are you more concerned about? The Denver Broncos, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, or the Cincinnati Bengals? Um, I'd say the Denver Broncos. I, I think, again, I don't think they're on the move there. Now the Chargers, um, you know, the, the Chargers are in a tough situation. They've played some good teams, so we'll see if they can rebound. I mean, they've got a lot of talent there. Um, I, I don't know if Denver's going to get it going. I think Cincinnati will, will be fine, but we'll see. I mean, unless you fire the coach for the Chargers, Staley, I'm more worried about them. Uh, Denver has a new coach, so there's going to take some time to work through that. The Chargers have the same coach and have the same problems they've had for years, and uh, they can't win the close ones. They go to overtime with the Titans and lose. Um, this Chargers team is too talented to be this bad. And, I mean, they're, they're putting points on the board. The offense is scoring, but the defense isn't doing their part. Um, I tweeted out on Sunday, fire Staley, go hire Dan Quinn immediately. And, uh, and and I think you got things fixed in, in Los Angeles. I'm more worried about the Chargers. The Bengals, the only concern is health, right? Joe Burrow, if he's healthy, everything will be fine. The Chargers, though, again, they've got everybody, and they're still losing games. Denver, again, I think – I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, but they got a new coach. I think you got to give them a little bit more time to figure out what they are. But the Chargers, on the other hand – Man, if I'm a Chargers fan, I'm I'm depressed. <laughs> this is this is this is pathetic. I think how the Chargers continue to lose games. So that's where I sit with it. Um, Detroit Lions not going to the Super Bowl. Apparently, uh, they lose to they lose to Seattle this week. Uh, the Bears are in shambles. We hate to see that, don't we? Um, Justin Fields comes out and blames it on the coaches and backtracks as soon as possible, but uh, didn't like the play calling. Uh, can't argue with them there. Bears stink, and uh, and we agree with Justin Fields on that. Baker Mayfield continues to roll. I'm on the Baker train. I'm going to keep telling everybody I'm on the Baker train. I've been on the Baker train. Let's go. Bucks look good. Of course, they did play the Bears. They don't get to play them every week. Uh, Jaguars and Chiefs, Dad. Chiefs end up getting the win. Low-scoring affair. Uh, do you think less of the Jaguars because of this game, or are you still on board with them? I'm still on board with them. We'll see. They should be able to rebound here this week. You know, the Chiefs are a good team. Um, you know, I thought the Jaguars would win that. But I think Jaguars are going to be a good, stable team, and they should still be okay. We'll see. Uh, the Colts get the win over the Texans. The uh, young rookie quarterback, Anthony Richardson, scored two rushing touchdowns, got concussed on his last one. Uh, last I saw, he was still in, in concussion protocol. Him and Minshew are completely different players, but I think the Colts' win-loss record is kind of similar, whether it's Minshew or Richardson. I don't know that the win-loss changes that much with this, with these guys, even though the play style is different. They're going to go about it different ways. But I'll tell you what, Dad, I'm impressed with what I'm seeing from Anthony Richardson so far. 
He's better than I thought he was going to be. Um, and, you know, he's going to get beat up. He's a big guy, but he's going to get beat up if he keeps going this style. Uh, but what are your thoughts on Anthony Richardson to get going? Well, yeah, I'm very surprised about the Colts. Um, but they're, you know, they're doing well again, you know, um, you know, you have a new coach that's infused some energy there. Richardson, very surprising, but if he can stay healthy, um, you know, I, they'll make some noise. Um, no doubt about it. You know, again, I don't know if they're going to win a, a lot of games, but I, I think there was, I was thinking Indianapolis would just be, you know, just be getting beat every week. And, and that's not the case. And they're playing real well and they've got some good players. Uh, so, you know, and, and the coach may really have things, uh, going in the right direction for the future there. But like you, you said, health is going to be an issue. Richardson is a big guy, so he should be able to hold up. Uh, pretty good, but hopefully, you know, he won't have concussion trouble a lot because that's something you, you, that's something that, you know, can be nagging all year. Yeah. And, you know, they lost the Jaguars in week one, but they played competitive. Uh, they beat the Texans who aren't very good. Although I think CJ Stroud has actually looked pretty decent as well. Um, that being said, you got to win these games and uh, the Colts did so this week. Uh, let's see your Cowboys impressive again this week. Of course they played the jets, the lowly jets, uh, 49ers struggled with the Rams, but did come out with the win. Uh, dolphins win by seven as well. Uh, and again, as long as two is healthy, they're going to be fine. Uh, I still don't believe in Tua the way some people do. He's the leading, uh, odds right now for MVP this year. Just, I'm not going to get on that bandwagon. Uh, but nonetheless, so far, so good for the Dolphins. Saints win by three on Monday night. Steelers, after the just horrible injury of Nick Chubb, end up getting the win. Their defense was phenomenal, by the way, uh, uh, last week as well. So as we currently sit, uh, the Dolphins, the only undefeated team in the East, uh, the Jets and Bills are both one and one. Baltimore, the only undefeated team in the North, and uh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland one and one. Uh, no undefeated teams in the South or in the West. And then uh, in the NFC, the NFC East, three undefeated teams that Dallas, Philly, and Washington pulling out a big win this week. The Giants came back uh, from 20 down to beat the Cardinals. Uh, we'll talk about the Giants next week, I'm sure, maybe even during our talk uh, going through this week's stuff. Uh, NFC North, uh, Packers and Lions both one and one. The NFC South has three undefeated teams. The Falcons pull off the win against Green Bay. The Saints get the Monday night win, and Baker and the Bucks as well, 2-0. San Francisco, the only 2-0 team in the West. Um, Dad, of the teams who have yet to win a game, uh, which one do you think has the most positive outlook this year? So Arizona, we know that's not it. Chicago, we know that's not it. Carolina, I wouldn't assume is it. Minnesota, Denver, the Chargers the Texans, the Bengals, and the Patriots, all without a win yet going into this season or this week. Well, I think the Bengals are definitely the team that will do the best out of that. And I'm not so sure, you know, again, I know you're not big on the Chargers. Uh, you know, I'd like to hope maybe they would rebound a little bit there, but the Bengals should be the best team of that bunch. And you never know what the Patriots are going to do. I mean, if you haven't learned how disappointing the Chargers are going to be yet, <laughs> you know, I mean – I will compare this to the Cincinnati Reds, Dad. Uh, in July, beginning of July, Cincinnati Reds, first place in the 
in the uh, uh, NL Central. And uh, Cincinnati fans, this is great. We're amazing. We're going to win the World Series. And I told everybody, they're not even going to make the playoffs. And I got ridiculed and I got, you know, hated on. Listen, again, will they make the playoffs? I still don't think so. They, they could. They're still in the race for a wild card spot. But you just know who these teams are. And we know who the Chargers are. They have shown us time and time and time again. You can't pick them. You can't pick them to win. You can't pick them to cover the spread. You can't pick them to make the playoffs. You can't pick them to go to the Super Bowl because this team will always let you down. The Chargers will always let you down. So just let them go, say goodbye, and move on to somebody else because the Chargers are a complete and utter disappointment day in and day out. Of course, Eckler injured. That doesn't help them uh, for sure. But uh, Herbert's good. The offensive score and the defense, and the defense should not be that bad, but the defense is that bad. Uh, let's get into this week's games. And uh, we'll go. We'll start with our pick six. So we pick all the primetime games. And so with two more Monday night games, we'll go two, uh, four primetime games, and then we'll get two additional picks. I've not actually made my picks. I've looked through these, Dad. Uh, but I have not made my picks yet because they weren't as easy as last week. Last week was easy. Uh, I got four out of six. I think you got, did you get three out of six or four out of six? I was three and three. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you got three, uh, three last week uh, as well. Uh, so Thursday night, San Francisco at home versus the Giants. The Giants have been pathetic. I mean, they beat Arizona, but my goodness, they should have clobbered uh, Arizona. and They did not do so. Ten and a half points is is where it sits. San Francisco, the favorite, of course. Uh, when I see double digits, I get worried. But, man, I look at the Giants, and I think, my goodness, they've been bad. Saquon's banged up. I'm not sure if he's going to play this week. Um, I don't love the receiving core. The defense has been, eh. San Francisco doesn't – I don't think of them as a team that blows out people. So that 10.5 scares me a little bit. I don't know which way to go. Which way did you go with San Francisco and the Giants? Um, it is a high number, but I went with San Francisco. One, they're at home. Um, again, we know they've got a great defense. So, you know, is, are the Giants going to be able to score? And uh, the 49ers are going to put points on the board. There's no doubt about it. So um, that's a big number, but I, I think they can cover 10.5. Um, they can beat them by a couple touchdowns, I think. Oh, man, I just don't know where to go with this one. San Francisco's defense is elite, um, and they've got a lot of offensive talent. Christian McCaffrey, of course, Debo Samuels. I'm going to pick San Francisco as well, but I'm not going to lie. I don't feel comfortable with this, and I feel like I should be comfortable with this, but I'm not comfortable with this because, uh, I mean, the Giants, we saw them last year. They played well. If they get things right, you know, they could be competitive, but I'm going to go San Francisco also and uh, take my take my chances there. Uh, Sunday night is the Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, both of them one and one, and uh, the spread is one and a half. Uh, so that means Pittsburgh's kind of the one leading the way because you get three points if you're at home, uh, typically, uh, and then if it goes the other direction, you know that where that leads. So uh, anyways, Vegas one and a half point favorite at home. Uh, Pittsburgh's defense looks solid last week, but, uh, what do you think is going to happen this week? Um, yeah, to me, this was an easy one, Pittsburgh. I I'm surprised that Vegas is favored. I know they're at home. Um, but again, Pittsburgh's defense, you know, 
Um, it's good. I think their offense is getting better. I think they're going to get more accustomed to the quarterback. And, um, you know, even though they're on the road, I, I, I just don't see Pittsburgh losing this. Um, and I don't think Vegas is going to be a powerhouse. So, uh, to me, uh, that was a quick one. You know, I think Pittsburgh. Yeah, Josh Jacobs had a Barry Sanders game, uh, negative yards in his total. Uh, and I, I can still remember the negative yard day for Barry Sanders. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyways, I yeah, I'm with you on this one too. And I hate agreeing with you considering you only got a measly three correct last week. But uh, I'm going to have to agree with you again on this one with Pittsburgh. Um, I think they're the better team. I'm, I'm kind of in on Pittsburgh this year. In a weird way, even though the things that I'm in on haven't haven't come to fruition yet, uh, Najee Harris being phenomenal, Kenny Pickett being better, uh, but I think they win this game, and uh, I think they win it by more than a point. So I, I'll take Pittsburgh as well. Two Monday night games. Do you like this? Two Monday night games. Um. Yeah, I, I, it's been kind of different. I wasn't used to that at all. But, yeah, I like it. One starts earlier, so it's easier for me to watch a little bit of that. And, um, yeah, I think the two Monday night games are fine. I, I've heard that the reason behind this is to give less games in the 1 o'clock slot uh, to space it out a little bit more. But they go on – one starts a little earlier, but they go on at the same time. And I just find that weird. And on the same – owned by the same network, I, I don't know. To me, it's all just weird. But, anyways – uh, Monday night, you have the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles versus Baker and the Bucks. And, uh, man, I'm on this Baker train. Five and a half points. Tampa's at home, but they're the underdog. I'll start this one, Dad, as I'm on the Baker train, but I think Philadelphia gets the win. Uh, I think Philadelphia is one of, if not the best team in the NFC. And uh, I think they win by a touchdown. So I'm going to go Philadelphia in this one, the road favorites. How about you? Well, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay on this one. I think Philadelphia will win the game, but I think Tampa could cover this. It'll be at home. Um, you know, there's a lot going on there. Um, Philadelphia, I think Philadelphia is one of maybe the best team in the NFC, but I don't know that they've got everything um, going yet right now, and Tampa does. Uh, I, I, I expect Philadelphia to win, but it may just be by a field goal. So um, I'll pick Tampa one since they're at home. Uh, the other Minnesota, or the other Minnesota, the other Monday night game is Cincinnati at home hosting the Rams. Cincinnati is a one and a half point favorite, uh, which seems low, but of course, Burrow got busted up this week. And uh, I'm going to see real quick and see if we got an update on Burrow. Um, I don't see any updates on him. Um, so I don't know. One and a half is low. The Rams have been surprisingly good. Uh, we could talk about Puka who's been phenomenal at wide receiver. Um, I don't know. Home Cincinnati. You feel like Cincinnati is going to get their first win of the season here. I'll pick Cincinnati. How about you? Yeah, I'll take Cincinnati. Also, I think they'll get back on track this week again, being at home. Uh, the Rams have done a little better I think than expected, but, um, you know, and this has been an interesting game. There was a little bit of bad blood, you know, a couple of years ago in the preseason and everything. But um, Cincinnati needs to get the ship righted, and they should be able to do it here this week. I'm trying to see. Yeah. I don't know. I 
Burrow's not healthy. Even if he plays, he's not healthy. If he doesn't play, by the way, I'd pick the Rams. Um, but <laughs> I, he's got to play, right? I mean, they got to get this win. You don't, you don't want to go 0-3, uh, especially with a chance for your division. I mean, Baltimore, we'll get to them in a minute, but Baltimore, uh, they're, they're playing Indianapolis this week, so they are probably going to go 3-0, and you would think. Um, Pittsburgh could win. They'd go to 2-1. and Cleveland could win. They would go to two and one, leave you at zero and three. That's that's a big hole to climb out of. Um, they desperately need a good game from Joe Burrow, from Jamar Chase. Uh, man, Cincinnati's been a disappointment so far for sure. Uh, okay, we got two more games to pick. Uh, give me your first game of the week. Well, I'll I'll take um, on the one and a half. I'll take Green Bay at home over New Orleans. Um, it's been interesting. I've listened to a lot this week and you hear both sides, you know, boy, New Orleans defense, you know, you can't score on Then I've heard, well, yeah, they're passing defense. You can, and, and you just hear things back and forth. The Packers got to get their defense squared away. And if they don't this week, then it's just going to get ugly. So I think they will. And they're at home. This is uh, Jordan Love's first home game. I think everything's set in the right direction and one and a half, you know, maybe it'll be a field goal at the end. I don't know, but um, I'll go with green Bay over new Orleans. I didn't pick this game. I don't, um, I don't like it. Honestly, I, they're at home, which should help them. New Orleans is a really good defense. Aaron Jones, if he's back and healthy and, and looking, you know, if, if he's back, then I feel better about it for sure. If Christian Watson gets to play, I feel better about it as for sure. Um, if the if the Packers are still banged up, I'm a little worried about this one. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so I did not pick that one. Um, I did go with Houston, who is a nine-and-a-half-point underdog to Jacksonville. Uh, these two teams are going to play each other close, I think. Nine-and-a-half is a big number. I like what C.J. Stroud's been doing uh, as well. I think, uh, I think Houston is good enough to hang. Uh, not saying they'll win, but I think they're good enough to hang and uh, can keep it within nine and a half points. So I'm going to go Houston as the underdog. I try to pick some underdogs, and I've been heavy on the favorites tonight. Uh, So I'm going to go with the underdog Houston at Jacksonville. Any thoughts on that game? Um, I think there would be a chance, you know, with nine or what, nine and a half points that um, Houston could cover that. I think Jacksonville is going to rebound, though, and Jacksonville could really, you know, get on them there. Is this at Houston or Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think Jacksonville could cover this one. We'll see. But, yeah, I'm all for C.J. Stroud doing well, and I think Houston is going to, you know, um, Houston's going to have some good games, so we'll see. That may not be a bad pick. All right, who's your uh, last last game of the week? Um, I'm going to go with Miami at home, even though it's six and a half over Denver. Um, I think again, I think Miami's doing well, starting out well. Like you said, if Tua stays healthy, um, you know, they're doing well there. Hopefully the defense can play well. Um, you know, I'm all for Russell Wilson, but I think um I think Denver still gotta get going and being in Miami at home. Um, six and a half. I looked at all the games. There was a lot of interesting ones to choose from, but um I decided to go with the Dolphins. Yeah, if it was at Denver, I think I'd actually pick Denver in this game um, with six and a half. But with it not being Denver, being at Miami, uh, I'm not ready to quite uh, put any trust in Denver at this point. Uh, I didn't pick that game either, but 
Uh, I'd probably agree with you as far as Miami there. And again, until Tua gets hurt, they're going to put up points, um, you know, and, and everything from there. Uh, all right. So I came down to two, two choices uh, that I was trying to make for my last pick. It was Cleveland, Tennessee. Tennessee is a three and a half point dog. Uh, it's on the road, but you just had the Nick Chubb injury. Uh, Tennessee's kind of that scrappy team that always plays you close. And then the other one's Detroit Atlanta. Atlanta's a three and a half point dog at Detroit. Um, Atlanta's a fun team. You know, we watched the Packer game this week. I did. And, and they're a fun team to watch. Um, and I just don't trust Detroit. Like I, I don't get the hype around Detroit this year. Uh, I'm going to pick Tennessee three and a half point dogs to Cleveland though. I just, to me, they're always in the hunt. They're always right there. It seems like a field goal kind of game. Um, they're going to run the ball with Derrick Henry like they did last week. Uh, you know, Tennessee, they might even win this game. I don't trust Cleveland either. So either way, though, I'm going to go Tennessee three and a half uh, point dogs on the road to Cleveland. So talk to me about Cleveland, Tennessee. What's your thoughts on that game? Um, you know, I, I, again, Cleveland will have to rebound here, and I think maybe they will. Like you said, the game's at Cleveland, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, being at home and again, Tennessee, you just never kind of know who's going to show up True. and Cleveland does have a really good defense. So, um, that, that was one I was a little scared to pick because, you know, just don't know which way that's going to go. But I, um, for some reason I, I just, I'm kind of for the Browns this year. I guess a lot of Browns fans around here, uh, that maybe they can, you know, rebound again, the Chubb injury, Chubb injury is really going to hurt. So, um, you know, the other game you talked about is one I almost picked with Atlanta and Detroit. Also, um, I think Atlanta, you know, easily could could cover this, um, but you just don't know. And like you said, they're fun to watch. But again, they've got a young quarterback. He doesn't have all the answers yet either. But boy, they've got a running back, no doubt about that. So um, we'll see. Yeah, and they got a decent defense too. Detroit again, I just don't trust Detroit. Um, I want Cleveland to win against Tennessee, but I, I don't know. I, Tennessee, I can trust Tennessee when it comes to picking these games. Um, as I cannot trust the Chargers, I can trust Tennessee, it seems like, in these cases. And three and a half, I felt was enough for me there. Um, let's see here. Baltimore and Indianapolis. Baltimore, seven and a half point favorite at home. Um, again, I, I, I love what Indy's doing. I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, I don't know how, you know, I don't know if, if, uh, Richardson's going to play this week. If Minshew's the starting quarterback, I like Minshew enough, and I think they may could even cover at seven and a half. But I think Baltimore wins this game and goes to three and zero. How do you feel about that one? Yeah, I think Baltimore win too. But like I said, I'm kind of for Indianapolis a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, they've been a real surprise, and if they can do well this year, that'll be that'll be fun to watch. But uh, Baltimore, you know, I, I always feel like they're going to do well, and we'll just see if they keep rolling here. Um, they, they could dominate the division. You know, Cincinnati's going to need to get back in it, and we'll see. Well, you think about it in two more weeks. Jonathan Taylor returns. Uh, all signs point to him coming back and playing. Uh, that Indy team is going to get really fun really fast when Jonathan Taylor's back around as well. But he's not there this week. Uh, Baltimore taking charge, I think, as well. Uh, New England traveling to the Jets. The Jets are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Uh, New England's yet to win a game. The Jets actually won a game. What do we make of this? Is, is New England worse than the Jets, uh, or do they beat the Jets this week? 
Um, <laughs> that's an interesting game to look at, no doubt about it. New England very easily could win this, and if they do, it's really going to be interesting on the Jets because, like you said, the Jets are at home right on this one. Yep. And, um, I, 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 you know, again, I can't say I have a lot of faith in Jones, uh, quarterback there, but, um, I, I think New England easily could, could win this one. Uh, the, the Jets are going to have, have trouble getting this turned around, I think. Yeah, I'd go New England in this one. I, I mean, division games are always a little tougher. Uh, but that being said, yeah, I'm going New England, New England in that one. Uh, let's see here. You kind of talked about Green Bay, New Orleans already. I'm interested to see who's healthy for that game. Uh, should be a fun one. Buffalo is a six and a half point favorite on the road against Washington. Washington's undefeated and they won some close ones. Um, I, I almost picked Washington in this one at six and a half, but if Buffalo's rolling, they're going to beat everybody they play by a couple touchdowns. Uh, so I think Buffalo wins this game, but it's, it's an interesting one. Washington's made an interesting season of it. Yeah. Very interesting game being it's at Washington, but I think, um, like you said, Buffalo, I think Buffalo is one of the most talented teams. Yeah. And, um, you know, if they get going, but again, wouldn't be surprised. This would definitely put Washington in a different light if they can um, win, win this one. So, um, and, and they've, they've, you know, we, we know they have some talent and they've been playing well. You know, the question is quarterback. And of course, they've had talent on the defense. So, um, this will be a fun game to watch and just see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah, Washington. I mean, if they win this one, first of all, they'd be three and zero, which is huge. And then they beat Buffalo, which would be huge. And Buffalo would be one and two, which would be huge. I mean, it'd, it'd be crazy, absolutely crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, the Chargers uh, are favorites this week on the road against Minnesota. Both teams have yet to win. It's just a uh, half a point is where it's at right now. Uh, Minnesota at home, half a point. Listen, the Chargers should be the better team. I ain't falling for it. Give me Minnesota. Uh, how do you feel? Um, if the Chargers are going to rebound, Minnesota's the place to do it. Minnesota's got problems, and uh, again, if they can, you know, if they can get up on them, um, I I think they'd have a real chance. You know, again, if not. Um, you know, if they maybe you know maybe this would be more Minnesota gets back on track, um, but I'm not so sure Minnesota's going to get back on track. Um, you know, if the Chargers win, I don't know that they're going to make a run and turn things around greatly, but um, I think things are right on the brink of really going in the dumper in Minnesota. So we'll see. I mean, honestly, they're in the brink of going in the dumper in Los Angeles too. The the either team. Neither one of them is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, what I like about Minnesota is uh, the talent they have on offense. When you've got Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison has been really good as a rookie receiver. TJ Hawkinson, he's doing his part. Um, I don't know everything that's going on in Minnesota, of course. We know that they got they, they didn't get better this offseason. But I just I think this is the beginning of the end for uh, Staley and at the Chargers. I mean, I think you lose this game. I think the conversation has to be had. Is it time to get rid of the coach? Uh, we're in Minnesota. It's not that way. It's not at that point. So anyways, I think Minnesota wins. Uh, and I'm ready to see Dan Quinn in Los Angeles, which I know that can't happen during the season, but that's what needs to happen when the season is over. 
Uh, Seattle at home, five and a half point favorites over Carolina. Listen, Carolina, over the time, they're going to be good again at some point. This is not their year. Uh, they're going to be drafted in the top three, probably top four. Um, they're not going to beat Seattle at Seattle. Seattle's five and a half point favorites, but I, I'll, I'll Seattle all day on this game. Uh, that's my thought, at least with it. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, Seattle should win. Um, Carolina's been off to a rough start. Of course, you know, Seattle's a team you can't really depend on either because you kind of don't know what's going to happen there. But they, they should be able to win this one at home. And, um, and we'll see. They've got a lot of offensive firepower, and it's gone well so far. Uh, the next two games are 12-and-a-half-point differences. Kansas City, Chicago at Kansas City. Man, I wanted to pick this one so bad, but I, I, I wanted to go with underdogs, uh, so I didn't. Uh, but I think Kansas City could just put an absolute whooping on the Bears this week. Yeah, they can they can score they can score enough to, to cover this. There's no doubt about that. And um, I, yeah, it, it's just going to get uglier and uglier in Chicago. And uh, I don't think they expect at all to, to be able to play with Kansas City. So we'll see. Man, when the quarterback calls out the coach in week two, you know things aren't going well. Um, so let's line it up. See who's going to be the next coach of Chicago. Uh, let's see here. Dallas is also 12 and a half point favorites. Arizona is home, which doesn't mean a whole lot. Arizona has been an interesting team. Joshua Dobbs has kept them in games. Uh, they still don't look like they want to win. And, uh, Dallas, by the way, has put up 70 points over the first two weeks. And, uh, now they go to Arizona. I think same as with Kansas city and Chicago. I think Dallas puts it on Arizona this week. I think Arizona looks like the team we expected them to look like this year, this week, where they look really, really bad. And the reason why, by the way, is Dallas's defense. It, it, Dallas's defense has been so good to start this year. Um, amazing, uh, needless to say. So, yeah, I think Dallas wins this one easily. Yeah, Dallas Dallas should win this one easy. I was surprised. Looked like Arizona was going to win the game against the Giants. And I thought, wow, that'll be That'll be something there. But, yeah, the, the Cowboys definitely have things going here early on, and they shouldn't have any trouble at Arizona to keep rolling here. And it just shows you, Dad, uh, you know, a team that's tanking is a team that's tanking. And I know players don't like to tank, but you don't go up 20 nothing and lose the game the way they lost it to the Giants uh, unless you're trying to get the first overall draft pick. So uh, needless to say, they're officially in tank mode. Uh, that's the NFL week. It's going to be an exciting one for sure. And uh, you can play along with us. Go to uh, Twitter at Sports Stove and pin to the top of uh, the page there. You'll see the link. You can pick six games as well and compete with me and dad each week. And uh, we'll see if I can carry on my dominance here early on in the season uh, uh, of winning both weeks so far. Uh, let's get to some Major League Baseball talk, Dad. Uh, Major League Baseball is coming so close to an end, and things are starting to clear up a little bit in the uh, standings. The Brewers, six games up on the Cubs, currently beating up on the Cardinals. Uh, the Braves have clinched the division. They're set in the East. Uh, and then in the West, the Dodgers as well have clinched there. So those divisions are pretty well set. I think the Brewers have to win five more to officially clinch, uh, or the Cubs lose, whatever. It, it's uh, the magic number's five, I believe, for Milwaukee. 
in the wild, we'll come back to the wild card. Uh, now let's talk about the wild card. In the wild card in the the National League, Phillies uh, three and a half in. They're they're in. They're not going to get out. Uh, Diamondbacks now hold the the next spot up. The Cubs hold the last spot with the Marlins being a half a game back and the Reds being a game and a half back. Um, I thought maybe the Diamondbacks would slip, but they've won five straight. And if they play like that, obviously they're going to make it in. I've said for about three weeks now, Phillies, Diamondbacks, Cubs were my three teams in the wild card. And it looks like I have a good chance of being right with that. But the Marlins haven't uh, run off and hit yet. The Giants, by the way, three and a half back as well. Uh, any thoughts on the NL wild card? Well, you know, I was hoping the Giants would stay in it, but they've lost here to the Diamondbacks, you know, a couple in a row. So I think they're going to be out of it, no doubt about it. Um, I, you know, I, li- I listened to your baseball show over the weekend, and um, I think the Marlins have a chance to get in this. The Cubs, Cubs have kind of gone on a skid here, and you never, you know, I don't know that you can depend on the Cubs. Um, so we'll see. And like you said, you know, I'm sure you're right, but the Reds aren't out of it yet. Uh, they did lose today. So um, we'll see. I, I think it, it, at least that last wild card spot and maybe the last two uh, will come down at least to the middle of next week. It does look like the Phillies uh, will be in good shape in their spot. But it looked like the Cubs were in great shape too, and we're going to challenge the Brewers, and that's not going to happen. So we'll see. Yeah, the Reds, again, my whole thing against the Reds has been pitching. The Reds have the worst runs against uh, in the National League outside of the Nationals the and the Rockies. Other than that, they're the worst team with runs against, most, most runs against. You cannot play that way and make the playoffs. It's just not going to happen. Um, but you're right, the Marlins, I think the Marlins are the team. Uh, Marlins, Cubs, and Diamondbacks, I think, are the three teams that are really going to fight this out. Uh, the Marlins went on a, on a great stretch last week, uh, but they're going to have to keep that up for sure. And uh, I'm not sure that they can because they don't put up the runs. That's the problem for the Marlins. They don't score enough. Uh, so we'll see how that one shakes out. In the American League, the Orioles, two games up on the Rays. Uh, the Twins have, they've not officially clinched, but they've clinched. Uh, the AL Central, they're nine games up on the Guardians. Uh, the West, though, is really interesting. The Astros currently in first place, but the Mariners, with a three-game win streak, are a half game back. The Rangers, also a half game back. It just continues to be a really intriguing division. I did say on Sunday night on the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show, I think the Astros are the team to beat in the West. Um, honestly, I think they're the team to beat in the American League. Uh, but that being said, this is a fun race going down to it. Seattle and Texas won't go away. Yeah, I think that they're going to stay in the hunt, no doubt about that. If I remember right, again, listening to your baseball show, the, the Mariners have the tough schedule here, I think, coming up at the end. So they're going to have to really, um, really going to have to play well. Um, of course, you what know, Tampa's already clinched in, in uh, at least a wild card uh, there. And um, so I think Seattle will make the playoffs, but we will see. You know, Houston should win the division, but, the, you know, those three teams, that very easily could come down to the, the last weekend series, no doubt about that. So, yeah, uh, Mariners are wrapping up or wrapped up the A's today. 
Now, the, then they uh, go to Texas for the Rangers. So, again, it's a hard schedule, but the Mariners and Rangers, they're gonna one of them is going to play their way in by just beating the other one. Uh, but they got a three-game series at Texas. Then they go home to Seattle for a three-game series against Houston, and then they go stay home for another three-game series against Texas. So Seattle and Texas, I think only one of them makes it into the wild card because they play each other six times in the last nine games. Uh, so that being said, you've got currently in, you got the Rays who are locked in, uh, Rays or Orioles, doesn't matter. Whichever one loses the division is going to be the wild card. Blue Jays are in, and then Mariners or Rangers are tied. But again, they play each other six times out of the next nine games. So whoever wins those series between the Mariners and the Rangers, I think that's who's your final wild card spot. At this point, I think I would lean towards the Mariners because the Rangers have all those injuries and they're not putting up points the same way or runs the same way they were earlier in the season. So I'm going to go uh, Rays, Blue Jays, Mariners as my three wild card teams uh, with the Rangers getting left out. Yeah. Now the Blue Jays haven't mathematically, they're not mathematically in yet, are they? But I do think they'll get in. So Correct. Yeah. And they their schedule is, I believe, drastically easier. Um, I can pull it up here real quick. Let's see here. Blue Jays. Uh, they're playing the Yankees tonight. They're up 1-0 currently. Uh, then they got they travel to Tampa. Then they're home against the Yankees. And then they are home against the Rays. So they got a tough schedule too. But with the Rays being clinched, it's not really – that's one of those things where you're like, well, if we need to rest a pitcher, we'll rest a pitcher because we're already in. So, yeah, that's a tough one, though. It's not a super easy schedule for the Blue Jays. Yeah, I, it, again, it could come down and be interesting because, like you said, uh, the Texas and the Seattle play each other, and the thinking is somebody will play their way in. But what if they split and they each win three – and then all of a sudden Seattle wins their series with Houston, um, yeah. then things would get real, real interesting. So um, I, I think that Seattle-Houston series is going to be the one that's going to decide some things uh, from there. Um, now, again, if Texas or Seattle you know, wins four out of six or five out of six, and yes, that'll put them in. But um, that the, the, the series with um, Seattle and Houston – I think will be the one that decides some things. Yeah, it's definitely important because while Seattle is playing Houston, the Rangers are playing the Angels, which is not near the challenge. It is. So it's going to be important for Seattle to win the series against the Rangers. But honestly, when we get done with the next two series, um, I mean, Seattle and Texas could be playing for the division. If Seattle goes in and, and takes care of Houston, Seattle, Texas could be playing for the division come down to that final series. So um, it's going to be a wild finish in the American League for sure. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how it shakes down. Uh, I'm looking real quick to see the um, uh, Astros. They beat the uh, the Orioles in crazy fashion today, a walk-off. They got Kansas City, then Seattle, then Arizona. Um, so, you know, I don't know. You can say what you want, but. Kansas City's nothing. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I don't know. I I think Houston's set. I feel I feel pretty comfortable about Houston uh, being in. Uh, quickly, Dad, let's transition to college football. Uh, we're, uh, we're coming up on how much time I wanted to spend tonight. But uh, Tennessee stinks. 
Uh, they got beat by Florida. That's no good. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, do we get off the hype train with Tennessee now, or is it just a bad game? Um, well, I think it was a bad game. Um, you know, a lot of Tennessee fans were talking, you know, is there going to be a quarterback change? Um, you know, does there need to be? We, we will see. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think Tennessee's gone yet. Um, but that was very disappointing. You know, one that they, they really could have won, should have won, and um, would have changed the season. So we'll see. But, yeah, no, I haven't given up on Tennessee yet. I was part of a belly up uh, group of guys that uh, put together some information, predictions, and things. And my bold prediction for the year was that uh, Milton would get benched uh, during this season for Tennessee. And uh, apparently, I'm not the only one who thinks that should be the case. So uh, we'll see how that one shakes down. We do have some interesting games this week, uh, but is there a game or two yeah. that stand out to you? Well, the, you know, being around here, the Ohio State-Notre Dame game, you know, big game there um, to see which one of those teams are for real. No doubt about that. Uh, Florida State, are they for real? Uh, the big game at Clemson, we'll find out about that. That's a really good one. Um, you know, Coach Prime, I think Oregon will bring them back down to earth, but that'll be a game that gets everybody's attention. Utah and UCLA is kind of interesting, and Oklahoma Cincinnati is kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, Coach Prime's a twenty-one point dog uh, at Oregon. I listen. I want to like Coach Prime. I want to like Colorado, but I just find myself rooting against them. And I'm kind of hoping Oregon puts up like a shutout, forty-one to nothing, or something on them just to quiet the hype a little bit. Like I I'm all for the excitement and rebuilding a program and all that kind of stuff, but I just need someone to quiet them for a week. And I think Oregon can do that. Uh, you mentioned a lot of good games going on. Uh, Ole Miss Alabama is going to be an intriguing one. Alabama's quarterback situation has not been figured out yet. And uh, Ole Miss knows how to put points on the board. So that'll be a fun one as well. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ohio State, Notre Dame, you mentioned would be good. Iowa, Penn State is another ranked opponent matchup uh, there also. Uh, so lots of good good stuff there. Another fun college football weekend. Again, I will be uh, uh, at the EKU SEMO game, and uh, I'll be live tweeting from that game and, of course, writing an article there as well. And so excited about seeing, hopefully, EKU get their first win of the season after a heartbreaking loss last weekend. Uh, you can always go back and check out our Wednesday episodes of the Sports Stove Local Hour, where Ryan Jackson, EKU defensive lineman and defensive captain, joins me, and uh, we always cover everything with EKU. So you can tune in there. We have a guest. Or excuse me, that's Monday, every Monday. Uh, and we've got a guest that comes on and joins us. Had a fun conversation this week with the punter. He's from Australia. And uh, lots of interesting things uh, from him this week. So if you like football i really do think you'd like that episode go and take a listen as well all right dad uh anything else that we need to add before we uh, call it an evening no like i said you know football's um in full swing and that's a lot of fun baseball coming down to the end 
there and um, and a lot of other stuff going on in sports too. But uh, that's definitely the main thing. So um, hopefully the Packers get back on track. We'll see. Yeah, you so badly wanted to talk about hockey there, but you withheld, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> NASCAR playoffs, by the way, really exciting. They enter the second stage of the playoffs uh, this week as well, and I know not everybody pays attention, but it's been a lot of fun this year. So uh, looking forward to that as well. All right, that's going to be it for tonight's episode. Make sure you visit RighteousFelon.com. Use code BELLYUP for 15% off your purchase. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. And uh, if you like the show, give us, do us a favor. Wherever you're watching or listening, rate, review, subscribe, and share it with someone you love. Thank you for tuning in to today's edition of the Sports Stove Podcast. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove.